Feature production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. And happy Thanksgiving. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Happy Thanksgiving. Just happy Thanksgiving. This is the episode we're going to do. We're going to do one show this week uh, for obvious reasons. Hopefully most everybody's taking off on Thursday. Uh, we're also spending a little time with family. More local this year. I know we both alternate years, so we'll kind of be local, but still want to be able to take the time to have our families and not have to worry about when to meet, to when to record. So I uh, do want to say happy Thanksgiving to uh, you and your family. Tell our listeners, Derek, when is when are the banks closed or open? What's that Banks like? are just closed on Thursday. Just closed on Thursday. I'll, I will be working a full day on Friday. Okay. And you do that so you can have more time off for Christmas. Don't, don't, that, that you're not a well, super worker, let's be honest. Well, no, no, no. I mean, that. I alternate years. So next year I'll be in Natchez, so I can't work on oh, Friday. So I, I'm not going to take every year the day after Thanksgiving. That's a little unfair. So I work it when I'm in town for the for the local family. And then when I go out of town, I, I get to skip it. We started doing it years ago. I guess you started doing it the same way. If the game's in Oxford, we stay around here. If the game's in Startville, I made that decision, Derek, because I went to Startville one time uh, on Thanksgiving for the game. And uh, Mississippi State won a game that they should not have won. And uh, the goalpost proceeded to come right in front of my car as I was leaving. And I said, uh, I will not be coming back for a game in Starkville, Mississippi. You know, I don't know why we just didn't run the ball more versus a kick interception. The last minute field goal. The kicked interception yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. stuff. But we digress. Not that we have any uh, bad feelings about that. I'm sure Starkville was a lovely town. I just haven't been there much lately. So. Well, I, and I've got, again, better places to spend my Thanksgiving than Starkville, Mississippi. <laughs> Derek Biglane said that, everybody. <laughs> Bancorp South, I think it may, may be out of Starkville. I don't know. But Thanksgiving show, wonderful opportunity. Thank you all for going on this journey with us. We've enjoyed our 2022 so far uh, with the UTW podcast. We really appreciate it as we continue to grow. Uh, thank all of our advertisers. There you go, Derek. Thankful for our advertisers and the people that have contributed to our show over the last year, whether it be uh, Alderman that we've interviewed, the mayor we've interviewed, Parks Director we interviewed, Henry Miner, the architect behind the Phase 1. We're just going to roll that one up and put that in Henry's garage. <laughs> We're just going to roll those plans up, right? <laughs> those are, we're putting those away. I mean, Henry's happy. He got paid for them, but uh, yeah, we can, we can kind of store those for a while. I, I, yeah, I think Henry got paid for them and would probably rather have had a Parks, but uh, we shouldn't yeah. start our show that way, Derek, because that just turns everybody off. No. This turns people off. Dude, we're, we're thankful. <laughs> we are thankful today. Thank, Derek, we're thankful for the Parks we do have. Okay, let's be honest. Uh, we'll get to that at the end. Uh, please stick around <laughs> because at the end we will discuss what we're thankful for. And, and at, actually, the, a little bit of that is in Okay, in my, all right. Uh, thankful so, for yeah. the parks we we'll do have. We'll teaser there. We'll teaser. Not that I didn't enjoy the very nice park, uh, Ballard Park in Tupelo, where I believe there were 14 games going on at one time, soccer games. But uh, not that I looked around and said, oh, wow, this is very nice. I didn't do that, Derek. I didn't just do thought, that? Well, I do that. I mean, the people have spoken. Yeah. I mean, the, the people over six counties have spoken in the Hernando elections. <laughs> We kid, of course. That will not be our last uh, number of people that voted in, our, in the Hernando election joke. But one of the gentlemen I did stand there with as our sons played on the soccer team, soccer game on Saturday, was Mr. Brian Couch, our 2022 presenting sponsor, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Possessing over 66 years of combined real estate experience, they are the number one real estate team for the last 13 years in DeSoto County. They have thousands of closings since 2009 on the buying or selling side of residential real estate. They are ranked nationally as a top performing real estate team, and they recently were voted DeSoto's best for the fifth 
time. It is still a good time to list your home in DeSoto County, and he and Terry are offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. Give him your address. They can tell you about your neighborhood, how fast homes are selling on your street, how long they're going to be in escrow, how fast they close, all that information. Brian and Terry possess all the analytics that you want from a realtor in 2022. That's part of Brian and Terry's sales plan for you and your home. Give them a call at 662-449-1700. Call Brian directly on his cell phone, 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. You can also do a full home search throughout the Mid-South at teamcouch.com. Again, that's teamcouch.com. Put the number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms, different filters that you want to look at for your dream home in DeSoto County, and let teamcouch.com do all the work. Thank you, Brian and Terry, for being our 2022 presenting sponsor. We really do appreciate you going on this 2022 journey with us, and we look forward to a wonderful 2023. Give them a call again, 662-449-1700. And podcast listeners, always remember, every home needs a couch. Podcast recorded on this Monday morning at the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios. Mobile Cars and Vans located at the corner of McCracken and Commerce right here in Hernando. Specializing in cars, trucks, and vans. If you need help with an insurance claim, if your car is going into the shop, whether it be a body shop, transmission, mechanic shop for a day, a week, a month, please consider contacting and using a local company, Mobile Cars and Vans, 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555. Derek, I say something to you about once a week. I'll tell a little story about Mobile Cars and Vans. Man and woman traveling from Illinois all the way to Florida. Their truck that was pulling their camper uh, broke down on Friday. Mm. We were able to go pick them up at a local mechanic shop, get them safely over to our office, and they had a nice car for the entire weekend to get them back and forth as they uh, stayed at the casinos they had to stay there because it cuts the uh, trip down but they had to pull in there because the uh, the truck had had some issues so that's a little bit of an example of what we try and do when it comes to helping customers out at mobile cars and vans call us today 662-469-4555 happy thanksgiving from mobile cars and vans as Derek mentioned earlier, this will be our only show for this week. I mean, we, we deserve a little turkey, deserve a little turn, time off for Thursday. So this will be our only show for this week. So instead of it being words from this past weekend, we're going to mix things in a little bit, maybe be past weekend and the week at hand. Derek, what is your word from this week? Uh, my word from this week is restful. So this past weekend and basically, you know, I mean, I am working again uh, four of the five days, but uh, restful because it's just a quiet weekend this past weekend. I'm surprised as a banker that you are working four of the five days. I am working four of the five days. <laughs> I got, I actually but you're, but do, you're working nice. banker's Once hours. Again, banker's hours. I am working banker's hours. Okay. Uh, but no, this past weekend was just a quiet weekend. Uh, you know, Bo came home from college, which was nice. And I really just kicked back. I mean, I thought about doing some yard work. I do, you know, try to mulch everything a couple times uh, before the, you know, in the November, December time frame, just get all the leaves out of the yard, make it look halfway decent. I prefer mulching over raking. But uh, at 40 degrees with that, uh, the windshield that was happening, that was just not going to happen this past weekend. So once that was out, uh, just basically watched a lot of football on Saturday, some good, some bad. Uh, watched you know, the start of the World Cup on Sunday. Uh, the match wasn't really much. Really people, I cared about it, but it was a start. But yesterday evening, watched Top Gun Maverick for the third time. Wow, uh, at home. At home. Bo yeah. had never seen it. What? Uh, okay. I, I know, it's crazy. We all watched it. It was our third time to see it. Um, but he, he watched it for the first time, so that was enjoyable. And then again, finished with the, the Monday night, I mean, excuse me, the Sunday night football game. So just, a, um, just a, again, a very, very restful weekend. Did church, did the Sunday school, did all that. Just kind of a normal. But uh, other than that, just really stayed inside and 
kind of quiet. Uh, you say quiet before the storm. Of course, we'll be seeing family on Thursday. There'll be Black Friday coming up. You've got Cyber Monday uh, a week from this recording. Did so you decide still- if you're going to the game? I uh, hadn't decided yet. Uh, I know that my daughter's planning to go, and if she wants to bring a friend or two, I may let them have it. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. But uh, right now, I tell you, after Saturday night, not feeling as good about the game as I did, uh, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. I got um, you. Are you, if they decide to go, you'll let them drive to Oxford or what? What's oh, no, no. She'll be riding with like parents gotcha, with the front okay, end. Gotcha. In other words, they'll be using our two or three tickets as part of their allotment. So we'll see. Uh, but again, just a re- very restful weekend. Very thankful for that. Uh, it was kind of nice to recharge and kind of attack this week because uh, just going to have a, a kind of finishing up this, uh, November, hopefully pretty strong, pretty busy, and then uh, be able just to kind of fade into the new year. So again, my word from the weekend was restful. It always amazes me uh, and that's going to be part of my word from the weekend which I'll go ahead and say it is break it seems uh, like you said Bo came into town Hannah Grace came back on Friday uh, good to see a number of college kids home uh, at church uh, over the weekend a number of kids that have made their way back home this week uh, Derek you and I've joked before kids go to school less college than ever before <laughs> oh yeah I mean really and truly they're less than ever before you could tell it if you watched any of the games on Saturday the number of stadiums that were a little uh, less full because of the uh, kids that had all traveled home so break is going to be my word good to have a break from school have a break from all those different things I know Wilson's uh, glad to just have practice this week and break from high school and then we'll turn our attention to about a three-week push of uh, different things going on before we all get out for Christmas holidays I think Derek what is it like December 10th through the 23rd of January for Bowen Hannah That is correct. Wow. Six weeks. Wow. It is amazing. Six solid weeks. It's amazing. Yeah, so let's let everybody else stay gone for another two weeks so we can fit that little, that what's it called, like intercession thing intercession. in or something like that. So, okay. That's – what a world. I mean uh, – What a world. I, I joked with nice. Hannah – It's a nice choice to have. Yeah, I joked with Hannah Grace. I said, Hannah Grace, uh, she said something about um, – kids leaving early or kids leaving on Thursday or something like that. And I was like, Hannah Grace, y- y'all need to realize they just want y'all gone. Yeah. <laughs> Administration just wants you gone. I mean, you, you've already paid for the room. Right. Exactly. We paid for the room. <laughs> college is more room. expensive than ever before, and they attend college less than, less than ever. Well, so, they don't open the doors back up because exactly. uh, we've got uh, a one of Bo's buddies is actually coming back in for the game, uh, and he – cannot go to his dorm so he's standing with friends in oxford uh thursday night and could possibly staying at my house next this coming up weekend for the entire weekend because right. he's from i don't want to say where it's somewhere obviously not close and so he's flying back in and cannot get in the dorm till sunday so he may be staying with us let me that brings us to another topic derek uh, one of hannah grace's friends a, a guy friend that she's now friends with was planning to park here and she asked me if we could take him or somebody could take him to the uh, airport on saturday well then he said he's just going to uber for Hernando, mm-hmm. well, Derek, it costs six dollars to park at the Memphis airport now with their economy parking. Mm-hmm. Six times seven is forty-two dollars. An Uber from my office to the Memphis airport would probably be thirty plus and back and back. And yeah. he has to come back and get his car on Friday or Saturday or whenever you come back into town. Yeah. I'm saying that to hey parents, and I'm going to start on my end. I'm going to begin to do this. We have to start. Telling these kids and explaining to these kids about decisions like that that mathematically make zero sense. Yeah, monetary decisions. Not even monetary. It makes no sense to leave your car here mm-hmm. when you can park for $6 a day. Hey, also, and, and he kind of argued with her whenever she, they were texting, it costs $15 a day. No. If you'll scroll one more little thing down on the Memphis Airport website, it shows you $6 a day. 
Yeah. So we have to start letting these kids uh, and explain to these kids the understanding of just park at the airport. It's okay. I, we, you and I still have friends that'll catch a ride to the airport no, versus I, park a car. What, they, they for have six dollars. They have that high rise parking it's right six, now. It's I mean, six yeah, stories. It's, it's, it's six, six dollars a day. Yeah. You walk an extra four hundred yards. And it's, it's, it's perfect. It's, it's easy. so easy. It's easy. But yeah, I wanted to uh, break that kid's leg when he wasn't quite understanding <laughs> with me. Whenever I, I was explaining, I had to, we had to take a picture of it and say, look, dude, it's $6 a day. Don't park in my office and catch an Uber. Not to mention Ubers uh, around here do not uh, flow Not always uh, running. I have passed certain. I mean, I think somebody we had somebody try to get an Uber, I think, after 9 p.m. one night, and they were just non-existent. Did hey, not exist. I got a ride from MUS. I looked on Lyft. From MUS to Hernando, one way was $77. <laughs> I was able to find it for much cheaper somebody helped me out and came and got me so these kids this generation is just so used to well i'll just do this i'll just do that no it's okay to park at the, at the airport and do that it's okay and, to find a deal it's cool. try to find a deal well it's okay to be an adult <laughs> it's okay to be an adult break is my word we're going to move on Derek. we do not have any alderman meetings uh seemed like uh, this this week next week so the first uh, week full week of december we'll have alderman meetings again but we do have a little bit of information from uh, mayor chip johnson who uh, partnered up with some other guys and uh, went to fight for us what you got all right, so the lawmakers may uh, now see the urgent need to widen Interstate 55 following a recent visit by a delegation from DeSoto County calling for action that did include Mayor Chip Johnson. They traveled to the state capitol last week with representatives from the County Board of Supervisors, the mayors of Hernando, Walls, and Olive Branch, and officials from Horn Lake to lobby for funding for vital transportation improvements, most notably I-55, as well as U.S. 51 and State Highway 305. They met with key state officials to discuss widening Interstate 55 from Goodman Road all the way down to Commerce Street exit in Hernando. The group pointed out that I-55 goes from 10 lanes from State Line Road to Goodman Road and then drops to four lanes, which causes traffic to bottleneck and where most crashes occur on a daily basis. Now, uh, the mayor of South Haven said that it is that South Haven is the epicenter of the problem. The road not only poses safety concerns for motorists, but it's also holding back development around Church Road because businesses won't come there until the roadway is widened. MDOT has looked at the problem and agrees that I-55 is one of the most challenged interstate systems and roadways in the entire state. The 2020 census shows that over 50% of the population grown in Mississippi over the last decade has happened in DeSoto County. Of course, this is something we've talked about on our show before. And DeSoto County in 2021 issued more car tags than any other county in the state. And here's the difference, Derek, is one of the reasons this show exists is because you just described the state of Mississippi, the growth, the different things, the value that DeSoto County brings to the state of Mississippi, and the lawmakers in Jackson do not give us our due. They just don't, they they don't refuse care. to believe they, it or exactly. don't want to believe it. Right. I, I'm they not do sure not give is. us our due. It's, it's just like we're talking, it's like, hey, you, you live down in Lowndes County or whatever. I don't know what it is. But down in Jackson, Mississippi, they do not. DeSoto County should be even more forceful yeah. when it comes to what's going on in the state of Mississippi. But I'm saying the stats you gave us, yeah. you just gave, show we should be barking way louder in the uh, in Jackson. Yeah, so I mean, again, more car tags than any other county in the state. The cost to widen I-55 all the way to the Hernando exit is estimated to be about $400 million. Uh, the first phase would be to widen I-55 from Goodman to Church Road, where it bottlenecks. Yes. Uh, again, trying to get that to around anywhere from 6 to 10 lanes. Phase 2 would widen I-55 from Church Road to Interstate 269. And then Phase 3 would widen it from 
269 down to Hernando. The state is sitting on an unprecedented amount of federal transportation dollars that could be applied to fixing the problem. And so the group also presented lawmakers with signatures from the online petition. This is something that we told listeners yes, to go to right. a few months ago called drivingdesoto.org, showing widespread support from area residents and businesses who travel on the interstates daily and experience the delays. So the delegation from DeSoto County was well-received and that the meetings were the most productive, and this is what the mayor said, that this were the most productive meetings that they have ever been involved in. And those meetings were set up, Matt, because our next story talks about how much MDOT spent for road projects in 2022. How much do you think they spent? Uh, well, before we go there, Derek, do you think it, these meetings came about because of the UTW podcast or no? You know, I... I <laughs> I would like to think that they did. I'm probably going to say no, but well, I, you know, well, I'm hoping that they're listening. Did those lawmakers know how backed up it gets on 55 for the Key Sweat concert at Landerson? <laughs> Key Sweat. <laughs> I'm just saying. The Key Sweat concert, the uh, Ice Cube and Cypress Hill next week yeah. at the Landerson. Are you going? I, I'm not going. I, I okay. did miss the tickets to that show. Well, they're still they're still on sale. <laughs> still, stop, stop, Shame still on you. They're still on sale. I'm probably gonna nosebleed right now. Yeah, I, your, your nose oh, is growing. You're telling your me they're, not as, they're right not as hot as the Taylor Swift tickets were. Second. Oh, okay. Second. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't. That's not a bad concert to go to. It's I mean, not. Cypress Hill and Ice Cube. We should go. We should go. So we should Cube. go and report back. Dude, I love some Ice Cube though. Oh, Ice Cube. I mean, hell, he's one of the biggest rappers of all time. I mean, yeah. that's that's a thought. Anyway, may, we may put that together, courtesy of Mobile Cars and Vans. We'll look into that. Sorry, I cut us off, but go ahead. Yes, tell us more about the – oh, how much did they spend? How much did MDOT they spend? MDOT spent in 2000, fiscal year 21 to 22, uh, I'm going to say $1.7 billion on roads. Actually, that's less than that. Uh, $964 million oh, okay. in projects approved. Uh, so according to MDOT, thanks to an increase in funding and an agency-wide focus on efficiency, the number of projects that were approved to begin construction reached an all-time high in the past fiscal year. A total of $964 million in projects was approved. This amount represented an 80% increase over the previous five years. So that shows how backed up Mississippi was in trying to get projects done. This was an 80% project uh, increase over the previous five years and the most that has ever been approved by the agencies. So these included uh, projects to replace and repair bridges, resurface roadways, make safety improvements, and more that were taking place all across the state. All this is due to the fact that they will receive over a billion dollars extra thanks to Congress and the reauthorization of the Federal Highway Administration, as well as additional monies that the legislature gave the Mississippi Department of Transportation to supplement their programs. So again, this is something that's coming in, but over the past year, so this is what our, our leaders saw. They said, hey, yes. look, we gotta go down there they, you know, they've allocated this so far, so we, we need to get down there for the next round because we've got to get 55 done. Tom uh, King, who's the chair of the Mississippi Transportation Commission, said additional funds invested in transportation means that MDOT can accomplish more and better fulfill its mission of providing the safe and efficient infrastructure. MDOT said with additional funding and an unprecedented number of approved projects, the public should and can expect to see more activity to improve infrastructure taking place throughout the state. Matt, that means more orange cones as you travel. Derek, I've been traveling Mississippi now probably for 25 years. You've been traveling a lot longer than that. The issue is let's get them done. Yeah. Let's get them done. That's the issue is like more orange cones. Well, we're talking about orange cones for months, years, decades. Remember we joked around about that one piece of equipment that hasn't yeah. moved on Google Earth uh, <laughs> south of Jackson in almost 20 years. And it's part of a construction project. That's the issue, Derek, is we need to, to demand in business. You have a closing date. Uh, somebody calls yep. you about a loan. 
Hey, you know, people call us every day and our first question is, what are the dates of your trip for your van? What are the dates? And we don't hold anybody accountable. It goes over budget. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's unacceptable. So I'm all for new projects, new construction, new stuff from Goodman Road to Church Road, from Church Road to 69. We have to also demand them to have them done, completed, and let's go. Or you'll look up 20 years later and we're, we're still having traffic backed up on Commerce Street, you know, whatever. It's, it's, it, we have to demand more when it comes to those type things. Well, I'm just thinking about Madison. You know, when you enter, I guess, Canton, when you start in Canton around right. the Nissan plant, a little south of there, it basically widens up into six lanes, then it goes to eight lanes. When you're Very in the nice. heart of Madison, basically all the way through Jackson, six to eight lanes, all the way until you get to the uh, – I mean, we call it Malfunction Junction in Memphis. Right. I, the the flyover at 20, where 20 meets 55, and then you carry it on south of 55. That's still a horrible, horrible yes. interchange right there. I know they're working on it. They, do, they did one part. They're working on the other part. you got the flyover going to Brandon now, but well, we're going, still going to Macomb. It's still really, really bad. The roads are just terrible. So that probably is the last piece of the Jackson thing. Sure. But that all – I mean, we're talking about Jackson, who now has 150. 175,000 people in the Jackson, maybe the Hines County area. DeSoto counties at that are bigger. Why don't we have yes. anything currently yes. going on on our interstates? Yeah. That's okay. the question, and that's what they're asking. So we'll see what happens. But, again, it, it is good news we're getting the money. It is good news that we're getting funding elsewhere. It is good news that um, our leaders understand, hey, if this has to be done, and we all know what 55 in commerce would mean to us getting that fixed. Uh, but, you know, we're just, just ready to see it happen. Well, Derek, before we turn our attention to our advertisers and move on with our uh, soon-to-be uh, Thanksgiving facts that you're going to give to us here shortly, uh, speaking of leadership, speaking of construction – Let's jump right into a great thing that came out of Thursday right here under the water tower, a massive thing that was uh, that was approved by the DeSoto County Board of Education, a $85 million bid for the new high school for Hernando High School. Everybody knows where it's going to be. Go to I-69, go north on Mackinville, 500 yards up on the right-hand side. The clearing has already begun. That's phase one of the clearing, 97-acre project. Derek, I've seen the renderings of you know the, the layout of everything. I've seen a 3D video of what it's going to look like. As much as we've joked about the penny for the park not passing two weeks ago, the DeSoto County Board of Education definitely stepped up for Hernando uh, on Thursday night and approved what's going to be the most amazing high school in north mississippi for a number of years it is huge for the area this is something you know we've, we've seen lewisburg it's going to be really really nice for hernando to finally get that upgrade and you know as you mentioned there'll be uh asher turf field that will be added or whatever you want to call turf field however you want to say it uh on all the uh football fields going in of course hernando will be last getting it done but the main thing is is you know as of right now no new taxes i mean that's that's huge so i know everybody loves that there's no new taxes being able to fund this project and it's going to be beautiful and people that ask you know, I've seen people go up there. It's like, well, I saw the pad. The pad looks nice, but that looks really small to get all the ball fields. Phase no, one. Phase you've one. got to look. <laughs> when you look at the pad, yeah. look behind it and how it drops off into those fields behind, that's the entire – so it's yeah. going to be all that is going to be graded out. Now, whether you know how they're going to level it, how they're going to step down, uh, but you know, I know you've seen the plans. It's going to be beautiful, and it, it only can be. I mean, with, with separate soccer fields, separate football fields, softball fields, baseball fields. I mean, we're talking about 90 to 95 acres of project uh, cannot wait. Um, I think you said Murphy and Son, a local, local money, uh, yeah. contractor, will be uh, will be the general on that. So fantastic, keeping that money here too. So just a wonderful thing, and really 
looking forward to uh, seeing completed. Absolutely. And you mentioned, Derek, you, I, I think the way county schools works is like millage or those different type things. I think some stuff kind of rolled uh, off, so they're not, there's no plans That's to – That's right, yeah, bonds yeah, rolled The bonds off rolled off, so there's no plans to uh, you know raise those or change those or whatever. So some of our residents may not know the current Hernando High School is the oldest high school in the entire county. That's correct. So it was due for that. Not to mention, I talked to Corey a little bit over Saturday. He was like, well, it doesn't matter necessarily which one's oldest or whatever. Where's the growth? Right. The growth has been in Hernando, Lewisburg area, and that's you know that was the whole reason they, they did uh, Lewisburg Middle School because that needed to happen. So Hernando High School approved should start August 2025 with its first class. So if your graduating class is 2026, if you have a child in that, they'll be the first graduating class from, uh, again, one of the nicest high schools in the uh, entire Mid-South, and we look forward to updating that for years to come. So congratulations to uh, Hernando for a wonderful, wonderful thing. And a project that size, Derek, we're probably going to want to insure it. I want to put down a little insurance for our property casualty uh, when it comes to uh, the Hernando High School, the new Hernando High School. And if you're looking for insurance help in your own life, in your own situation, please reach out to our longtime sponsor, Holland Insurance. Holland Insurance was started in 1981 and has been staffed with local industry experts who are eager to make a difference in every life they touch. Located in South Haven, but ready to serve anyone in DeSoto County, they work with companies like Nationwide, Builders Mutual, Haggerty, Kemper, MetLife, Progressive, Travelers, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Humana, Aetna, Cigna. Those are just some of the 60 companies that Holland Insurance represents in DeSoto County. Call them today at 662-895-5528. Again, 662-895-5528. Reach out to Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland and their team. Give them your needs. Give them your budget. Let them pair you with the best company for you and your family. Their number again, 662-895-5528. Derek and I would like to thank Holland Insurance for a wonderful 2022. Happy Thanksgiving from the UTW podcast thank you holland insurance this week off from school the break may be a good time to work on home projects and if you need help with any outside home project at your home or your business please reach out to our longtime sponsor williams services Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. Whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, gate repair, fence repair, new fence, new gate construction, call Richard. Let him come out. Take a look at your project. No project too small. No project too large. If he can't help you do it, he'll help you find someone who can. Call him today at 662-292-8855. Again, 662-292-8855. You can also find more information about Richard and his team on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. Again, that's Williams Lawn Services. Richard and family, thank you so much for being a 2022 sponsor of the UTW Podcast. And from Derek and myself, happy Thanksgiving. Give them a call again, Williams Services. Well, as I mentioned earlier, our Thanksgiving facts are going to be more about Thanksgiving and not DeSoto County based, but our facts are always given to us or sponsored by the DeSoto County Museum located on Commerce Street across from Cadence Bank right here in Hernando. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5, 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday. Admission, best part, is always free. Doesn't cost you a dime. Certainly available. Uh, probably a little tin can there, Derek. If you want to make a make a make up, uh, you know, a donation to the uh, museum. Donations will welcome anytime. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But no admission is always free. Thank you to Rob Long and your staff for working with us throughout 2022. We really appreciate you always being a part of our team. Derek, this week's Thanksgiving facts are what? All right, man. I, I found several of these, so we kind of interact with 
these as I go through them. One to find them. Now, again, they're not all DeSoto County, but some of these or a lot of these do affect us uh, or kind of historical to us. So wanted to talk about those. The first, I think a lot of people are familiar with it, uh, but maybe not know exact numbers. The first Thanksgiving was celebrated in 1621 mm-hmm. over a three-day harvest festival. It included 50 pilgrims, 90 Wampanoag Indians, and lasted, again, three days. It is believed by historians that only five women were present. Okay. So, you know, that's just something, again, most of y'all kind of know the story. Were those they, exact were numbers. they present or serving? I don't really know. Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> just, said, just said present. Just well, said we present. couldn't say it if they were. No. Yeah. Now, not turkey, today's world. We knew that we do know this. I think most of y'all are also aware of this. Turkey was, wasn't on the menu at the first Thanksgiving, okay. obviously, because not I don't know how many turkeys are really up there in the New England. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. All right, here we go. <laughs> Venison. Okay, it makes sense. Duck, goose, oysters. This is in 1621. 1621 had some wow. oysters. Craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel Adams. Lobster, eel, wow. and fish were served alongside pumpkins or gore, other kind of gourds, and cranberries, okay. but not pumpkin pie or cranberry sauce. So sure. that, that came a lot later. Uh, but again, so I just kind of what interested. That, I mean, so good. I mean, That's awesome. Duck and deer, I'm assuming people will eat yeah. uh, over Thanksgiving weekend. Oysters, always a good choice. Lobster, fantastic. See, uh, and, 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 fish. and now people put that on Facebook and brag about being keto. So yeah, look, man, what a difference this, the world is. Doing this 400 years ago. 400 y'all, years y'all, ago. Calm down. y'all calm down. <laughs> All right, Abraham Lincoln proclaimed Thanksgiving a national holiday on October 3rd 1863. Josepha Hale, the woman who wrote Mary Had a Little Lamb, convinced Lincoln to make Thanksgiving a national holiday after writing letters into Washington for 17 years. Wow. Saying, hey, we, She's we, a persistent thing, yeah. isn't she? 17 years. Finally said, hey, and, and Abraham Lincoln was like, you know what? Let's make this a national holiday. Now, the history of U.S. presidents pardoning turkeys is kind of patchy. Uh, Harry Truman is often credited with being the first president to pardon a turkey, but that's not quite true. He was the first to receive a ceremonial turkey from the National Turkey Federation, and he had it for dinner. So he did not pardon it. He ate that thing. John F. Kennedy was the first to let a Thanksgiving turkey go, followed by Richard Nixon, who sent his turkey to a petting zoo. George H.W. Bush is the president who formalized the turkey pardoning tradition in 1989. So really, it has not been that long that they've been pardoning turkeys. Now, there are four towns in the United States named Turkey. They can be found in Arizona, Texas, North Carolina, and your home state of Louisiana. Wow. All have a town named Turkey. Here's here's the big number now. What what do you think the average number of calories consumed on Thanksgiving Day is? Thanksgiving Day calories, uh, 4,500. That is exactly correct. Oh, well, oh it's 4, because I, yeah, that's because I know what I, yeah, 4,500. On the nose. Very nice job. All right. Butterball answers more than 100,000 turkey cooking questions via their butterballturkey.com website chat hotline thing each November and December. Every one of y'all listening to this is going to have football somewhere in a household on Thanksgiving Day. The tradition of football on Thanksgiving began in 1876 with a game between Yale and Princeton. The first NFL games were played on Thanksgiving in 1920. And finally, more than 54 million Americans are expected to travel during the Thanksgiving holiday this year. That will be up 
4.8% from last year. So Does that again, consist of weekend to weekend or Wednesday? Yeah, to it starts Friday? Wednesday yeah. to Sunday. Wednesday to Sunday. So Wednesday to Sunday is the, the window there, not the weekend to weekend. Not weekend to weekend. Okay, yeah. So 54 million Americans traveling uh, on those days, up again almost 5% from last year. So They said the best time to drive, I think, is Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday night. Tuesday night, best time Wednesday to drive. Wednesday is the first or second busiest driving day of the year. Very interesting facts, Derek. I mean, again, Thanksgiving. So let's, let's we'll talk about Thanksgiving, maybe thankful stuff in just a second, Derek. Your Thanksgiving, do you, most people, most podcast listeners know, Derek is in really good shape and your boy is not in really good shape. So do you let yourself uh, loosen up a little bit on, on Thanksgiving Day? I had day somebody ask me this uh, at Sunday school. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, I love turkey. Uh, we, you know, I'll eat turkey. I'll eat duck. We have turducken, you know, turducken. Sure. Some people do that. And if uh, the turkey's fried, do you still eat it? I don't mind fried turkey. I yeah. mean, usually, though, because it's sliced from the middle. Right, I mean, you, sure. I'm not eating the fried outside. I mean, it's, it's whatever, middle pieces. So usually I get on. The really good. Huh? The marinade's really good. That's <laughs> really I mean, good. Come on. I think, I'm thinking about marinating a turkey the way you're supposed to fry it and then baking it. I'll tell you what, I, I really don't like. Good. I mean, if there's a good vegetables, I mean, there's green yeah. beans, I'll eat them. If there's, you know, a good peas, if there's. So the things I don't, I do not eat cornbread dressing at all i don't i really haven't uh maybe when i was a kid i did a little bit but my guilty pleasure on how on uh thanksgiving is sweet potato casserole okay. now i don't like it with marshmallows but if you put the pecans the sure. butter that's the, a dessert to me that's what that's exactly yeah, that's, that's exactly what I, now i'm not saying i'm not good at pecan pie whatever i can do without pumpkin pie right. i like pumpkin pie but I, what i usually do is if it's cooked right with the pecans sure. and the brown sugar and all that stuff in there there's your dessert i will literally that's it I that's just, it just, and, and it is Better probably than need to, not to be mean or, or upset any mothers or fathers, anybody that likes to cook out there that cook a wonderful dessert. I like trifles, all that kind of stuff too. But man, that's sweet potato casserole is fantastic. Yeah, our family has fried turkeys. I wouldn't say probably there for over thirty years now. Let me tell you why or how. My dad, my dad saw someone doing it when he went to an LSU football game. Oh, and like the Cajun cookers and all that kind of stuff. They were doing the thing, Cajun injector. They were frying turkeys. So we've been frying turkeys long before other people in my area were frying turkeys. Mm-hmm. My dad found that, liked it, wanted to do it, um, and was not afraid to figure it out and, and, and make it happen. So, again, we usually fry two to four turkeys for Thanksgiving when I'm down there. Uh, we fry them for some uh, different you know family members and stuff like that. So we've been frying turkey. I mean, forever. It seems like I agree with you on the uh, the the sweet potato stuff. That that can be a dessert. That's as good as any dessert out there. It's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. So, um, well, before I tell more about my plate, Derek, what's the one thing this year that did not go up due to inflation? Food wise, yes. Oh, on the plate this year, what's the one thing that did not increase in price? Okay, um, fact of the week here. Another one. Rice. Nope. Cranberries. Cranberries. There cranberries, we go. Cranberries. Cranberries. Yeah. yeah. And so you you asked me all fair. Do I like? I mean, I like dressing. I mean, but again, some I, there's another podcast I listen to all the time, and they argue about dressing or stuffing. What's it called? And so we call it dressing. And they were saying if it's so good, we would have it more. We would have it throughout the rest of the year. Yeah. But I think from a nostalgia standpoint, this it's something that we we kind of keep. I mean, I don't mind dressing at Christmas either. I don't know, man. Like, well, some people call it dressing. I grew up calling it stuffing. Right. Okay. I mean, we said cornbread stuffing, but either you, it's basically it is a holiday thing. I, you yeah. know, if you said here's some, you know, cornbread stuffing with your hot dogs on Fourth of July, I probably would say, what's going on right yeah. now? Like, what are we doing? Uh, but yeah, I think it's more of a holiday. Hey, you know, we're we're kind of hunkering down, hibernating. Let's you know, let's throw everything in <laughs> in this pot and, and make the dressing and because uh, it's cornbread and cornbread usually with. You know, uh, red beans and rice. It's just stews and roasts and stuff like that, where it's good hot meals. And so that's why I think it's usually in the winter months that you're talking about cornbread dressing. And before we turn the page, Derek, I will, I'm going to say this: I might like leftovers. 
for oh. Thanksgiving more than I like the actual sit down meal. Turkey sandwiches, like turkey sandwiches three or four the next days day. Later. Oh my, oh, turkey so sandwiches good. the next day, green rice, different stuff like that. That you know, several hours later or the next day um, is just awesome. Thanksgiving is a meal that for me. For three or four days is is solid. Did you see? Did you see, watch the CBS Sunday morning and get ready for church? I hate that episode, by the way. The, well, the food the, episode. The food episode. Okay, that is well, my least liked that. It is terrible. I know, but what they're doing now is the the pot infused meals. Uh, exactly. That's that's taking, that's the whole reason, right there. They're taking cannabis and starting, to, and they're put, talking about putting them in Thanksgiving meals this week, uh, this year. And so you know they they're putting in like the cannabis butter, cannabis gravy. So it's not just. And you know they have to do it just right because if you know if you know the smell sure, of cannabis, right. it's terrible. Yeah. It tastes like that. It's terrible, and so they have to do it just right to make sure they're kind of masking that flavor, but also trying. But they're leaving all the THC. Everything stays in it. And so what they're saying is, is that instead of getting that sleepy time turkey afterwards, that 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 kind that high hits you about two or three hours later. Jeez. So imagine doing that watching football. <laughs> I swear that's to me that's the least my least favorite episode. I watch that every single weekend. I enjoy CBS Sunday morning, but that the food episode is yep every Thanksgiving week because they'll do a whole thing. They'll do a whole five minute segment on something that eight people in the entire three hundred thirty baby carrots. Was, it was baby carrots. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it it's unbelievable. Thank you to Soda County Museum for uh, giving us our facts of the week. We appreciate everything for two thousand twenty two. Rob Long and his staff nine to five Tuesday through Saturday across the street from Cadence Bank on Commerce Street admission is always free and Derek and I would like to say happy Thanksgiving to Rob and his family uh, someone else that I hope is taking some time off this uh, holiday week is DeSoto Family Dental Care which has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239, 662-429-5239. And we also want to wish them a happy and wonderful Thanksgiving, happy and safe Thanksgiving, and thank them again for their continued support for the UTW podcast. End of our shows are always going to be f based around young people and sports and that type of stuff. Today's going to be a little bit different. Obviously, Derek mentioned last week we we're going to get back into the sports after Thanksgiving. Um, we're going to let the basketball teams have a little bit more, um, you know, record, a little bit more experiences and so forth before we start talking about them because those seasons can run pretty long. I will say shout out to the Hernando High School boys soccer team five match winning streak uh, go, leading into nice. the yeah five match winning streak uh, this past Saturday won two games. So next. Tuesday will be senior night, and it will also be the first home game for the Hernando boys and girls soccer team. So maybe make plans to get out for that to honor those seniors that will be playing uh, in their last season for the Hernando Tigers next Tuesday night. And, again, the reason I know that is because I have to do the announcing, top-notch announcing. So top if, you're, notch. if you're a Lewisburg uh, person and you hate how all the things I had to say <laughs> about the Lewisburg football guy, come listen to, Matt, come listen to this and judge me and tell and on your podcast, you can tell everybody how bad I suck. So. Uh, next Tuesday night, HHS Field. Uh, look forward to doing that. But Derek, I think something we're going to talk about is a little bit about young people, and then we're going to give some thankful things from our podcast. Tell us all about what you got for, uh, I think, signings. That's right. It's three signings that we've had since our last show. Again, we caught you up 
through all the signings that we had up until that time period for basically soccer, basketball, volleyball, uh, and baseball, the, the sports that are signing uh, right now. Of course, football will be uh, in December if we have anybody and maybe possibly February. So kind of catching you up. And we had three more since our last show that I believe signed on Friday. And so then three important parts of the Lewisburg girls soccer program Friday officially declared where their playing careers will take them next season. Seniors Kennedy Turner, Briley Ross, and Asia Robinson all signed scholarship offers to play college soccer next season. Turner, again, Kennedy Turner, will be attending Delta State. Briley Ross is heading to Bethel University in McKenzie, Tennessee. And Asia Robinson will play next level at Itawamba Community College. So again, congratulations to a couple of those girls for the next four years, uh, for Asia for the next at least the next two years, and maybe she can, you know, build it up to another two years after that. So congratulations again for anybody, everybody that can play the sport that they love and get basically paid to school to go to do it. Absolutely, Derek. And I know two weeks ago, Northwest Community College girls soccer team used three of our vans to travel down to uh, Jones Community College for the state tournament, lost the state tournament in PKs, but they did qualify for the national tournament. Uh, they didn't take our vans out there, out in Arizona. Wow. Went out there and lost out there, but uh, did travel very far and uh, made it farther than, than normal. So congratulations to the Northwest girls for that. A lot, a lot of those with DeSoto County absolutely. players. Absolutely. A lot of the girls on that team were DeSoto County players, some I think from even Hernando. So uh, shout out to them for that, and thank you for uh, using mobile cars and vans uh, for sure. Well, Derek, I think we're going to wrap our show up, our one show this week. Again, just mentioning some things we're thankful for at this particular time in 2022. I will defer to you. Made it just a bullet point list because I don't want to leave anything out, but I'll keep it pretty short. Uh, there's so many things to be thankful for. Of course, uh, first of all, one of uh, the people in my life, my family, my coworkers, my Sunday school class, uh, which I met with them yesterday, which was a wonderful class we had yesterday. You know, and everyone that I may see within a given year in this wonderful community. I mean, just we, you know, the last 12 months have been a blessing. I have been thankful for being in Hernando, for being in this area, uh, for being in my neighborhood, whatever it happens to be. But DeSoto County really is, and I'm going to continue to say this, even though we have our battles, we are growing every day fastest growing county in Mississippi, but uh, we also still seem like one large town, one large city, because we know plenty of people in South Haven, plenty of people in Olive Branch, uh, Horn Lake. I mean, you know, we knew a couple of people in Walls. Of course, we have people, friends of ours that work in Lake Cormorant. So again, it is a, a it is separate cities, but also one big city. So I'm thankful for that. Thankful for Hernando itself. You know, regardless of what happened with the parks, I love what we have. I love Hernando and all it, that it is and all that it could be. I mean, you know, and, and all everything that we have, if we get upset, if we get angry, if we promote things, it's because we know what it could be. And uh, But, again, I'm not diminishing anything of what we have right now. So I want to just say I'm thankful for where I live, the, the safety of the town, the quality of life, uh, and then all the people that, again, I get to interact with uh, every day and, and uh, just still being in Mississippi. Uh, I, you know, I'm thankful to still be in Mississippi and be able to raise my family here. And finally, Matt, uh, this podcast and getting to do this one or two times a week with you. Uh, I'm very thankful for that. We average one a week right now. Well, <laughs> no, we don't. We're still, we're still kidding. kicking we're out still too. Into, yeah. uh, and then uh, the fun that we have and continue to have with the microphones. I mean, again, this is something we started almost two and a half years ago. I guess the idea, it was two and a half years old. Crazy, uh, man. It's crazy. And so just it's been a thankful. I, I enjoy doing this. It is a lot of work. Uh, we do have busy lives. Uh, and there will be, you know, the things that we look at from time to time on making changes. But right now, it is something that I really enjoy. And uh, so, again, thankful for uh, for this. We don't 
make really any money off this. It's more just being able to come out here and just to share time together sure. and to share our opinions and, and share our love for this area. So uh, those are the things that I'm thankful for, uh, of course. And then finally, my immediate family, my wife, my daughter, my son. I love them to death. Uh, I'm thankful to have them in my life, thankful for that is the, the path that God has chosen for me uh, and will continue to be so every day. And then, of course, you know, we all give the thanks to to God, our Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, for all that it is. So, again, those are the things uh, on my list to be thankful for. Great. I've got nothing, Derek. I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, of course. Hey, uh, one lady did tell me a few weeks ago, actually, when we were together for Halloween, she was like, wait a minute, y'all have done 200 and something episodes? That's something we're going to start doing on every one of our episodes, letting people know. I mean, this is episode 220. This is episode, episode 220. 220. And, and that's, we- that's of the... Weekly regular right, episodes, weekly, not regular including episodes. any Correct. extra interviews, yeah. any extra. Uh, well, basically, it's just interviews. I right. think I don't think we did anything. They get special shows sometimes. Right. right, that's right. So basically, 230 episodes that we've done right here with you know as the UTW podcast. So again, Derek, I'm thankful for this journey that we continue to be on and enjoy ourselves. And and uh, you kind of mentioned a lot of things right there. Thankful for this awesome community. You see some of the different things nationally and crime and all this stuff. Heck, you see crime and and issues. 20 minutes to two hours away from us. And Hernando has so many things to be thankful for. Thankful for the uh, Board of Aldermen that you and I both uh, know and, and and city leaders for the opportunity to work with them and, and talk with them about what's going on in the city all the time. Thankful to our teachers. Thankful for our teachers, administration, coaches for our kids. Derek, that's something, that, uh, something else that I'm really thankful for, Derek. At Hernando United Methodist Church, every Wednesday we have a, a 70 to 90 kid you know roster or number there at Hernando Methodist church that um we we really enjoy and have fun but also uh, the word is spoken every wednesday night which is i think awesome it's one of my favorite times if you're interested in serving at your local church it's this simple go talk to your youth pastor walk right up to him how can i serve what can i do do we eat on wednesday nights how can i make a meal Uh, do you need help driving to something a concert coming up uh, do you need help with a small group? Anything like that? I'll continue to encourage people to contact your youth pastor and say, hey, what can I do? Because the 13 to 18-year-old kids that I see on Wednesday nights, can they drive you crazy? Absolutely. Can they frustrate you and it seems like they're not listening to you? Yes, 100%. But there are times where the light bulb goes off and you can see that whatever you said or whatever song that we sang or or brought that night um, is a blessing to them. And mm-hmm. um, and I'll continue to always mention that uh, about asking and, and encouraging people to do that. So many things to be thankful for, Derek. I'm thankful to you. I'm thankful to uh, get together every week with, with my best friend and talk about stuff and things and, and, and all the stuff that happens in our, our wonderful town that we call uh, Hernando. And as you mentioned, we may not agree on everything. We may not vote the same way. We may honk at each other when we pull out in front of each other right there in front of Starbucks. But look, here's the good thing, Derek. I'm thankful for Starbucks and Whataburger coming because people... <laughs> That's the too much tra- to complain about. The amount of traffic that's about to be right here in front of my office. <laughs> hey, wow. hey, take pictures, send it down to the MDOT. Wow. This is what we got. Wow. MDOT. Maybe we need to start in Hernando and go north. Well, I, th- I think I'm going to start flying a kite over the uh, intersection that shows rental car here because there's going to be people <laughs> – that are going to be backed up so bad over the next three to five years. It's tremendous. We joke around, of course, that some of the stuff we do, uh, and the, you know, Derek, for my family, uh, so good to have Hannah Grace home uh, this week, and and she's thriving in Oxford. And you know, as you mentioned, just it's amazing how many, how you can love. Matt, they, have, a group. they have one more week of dead week. <sighs> 
don't, don't de- get me started. They have a week of dead week, and then it's exams, and don't, they're don't done with started. the first semester. Don't, don't get me started. Please go it's back to college. that fast. Can we pay for college and kids it's go to college? Fast. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I should have been a, a, a college administrator because, um, wow, anyway, they get more. They take more breaks than the bankers do, by far. We only get like 11 days. <laughs> <laughs> kid, of course and again thankful for my family my friends the people that i love all those different things Derek. i mean just we could sit here for hours we don't want to do that a lot of the big things coming with the utw podcast before 2023 a lot of big things coming after 2023 excited about those coming up and we'll talk more about those in december uh let's give thanksgiving its due please don't turn on the river till friday I'm, I'm begging I'm, I'm you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I Dude, have turned on the river oh my just gosh, to see if it was on. I caught a well, couple of was on. Like, I, well, I know, but it actually didn't start till Friday. So it just started oh, okay, this past. Okay, it was gotcha. not like November first. It just oh, started okay. this past Friday. Well, I, w- I was in Arkansas the other day, having to drive in Arkansas, and yes, I did say having to drive in Arkansas, <laughs> <laughs> having to drive in Arkansas, flipping through the channels, uh, right in Jonesboro, and there was a there was a, a radio station that was already playing Christmas music, probably about Tuesday or so. Okay. I didn't change it. It was the end of Oh Holy Night. See, I let it play. I let it play. But then I moved on because I'm going to give it. Uh, I'll switch to the river on uh, on Friday and let Thanksgiving uh, have its due. We have Thanksgiving decorations, and and they will stay up till Thursday. Now I'm not. What saying are Thanksgiving Thursday decorations? Night. You know, just like pumpkins sitting on tables and stuff like that. We have like like pilgrim hats and Indian things. Yeah, yeah kids have made some stuff gotcha. that you know we kind of put on a little tree over sure. here, and then um, they have, you know just pumpkins sitting around like little like. Any any pumpkin that's not a jack o' lantern, right? Right, it stays out till Thanksgiving. Right, I saw something a little meme like October first or something, and it had a woman looking at moms, and it uh, the the meme was like my wife looking at what plant she's going to kill this year. <laughs> which I thought was really funny. Happy moms, moms also oh, die out of Thanksgiving. Yeah, let, 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 hang on till Thanksgiving, no. and then you can throw the moms away, pull out the poinsettias or whatever, and rock on. Looking forward to that. We'll we'll wish you Merry Christmas when it's time to wish you Merry Christmas. Until then, it is definitely Thanksgiving time right here under the water tower. If you enjoy our show, some of the goofy things we do, all that stuff, we really, really appreciate you going on this journey with us. Please share it with friends and family. Click share, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Let people know some of the crazy things that we talk about, and uh, that really helps us continue to grow right here on the UTW Podcast. If you enjoy our show, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast on Instagram at UTW Podcast, on Twitter, UTW Pod. If you enjoy our show, you'll enjoy OB Pod. Simply stands for Olive Branch. They deliver a show early Monday mornings. They cover the eastern side of DeSoto County and also deep dive into Lewisburg, Center Hill, and Olive Branch Athletics. OB Pod. Look them up today. As we sign off again, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Uh, hopefully, you're um, if you're listening to us on Wednesday as you travel down to see family, thank you for uh, letting us be a part of uh, your journey and part of your trip down. And uh, we hopefully didn't say anything to uh, cover, put earmuffs on with the, with the kids. So uh, <laughs> we hope we can be a, that kind of show for you. Well, Derek, happy Thanksgiving to you. If there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us after Thanksgiving under the water tower. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long.